you live from the Vegas Video Network Studios, just steps from the Las Vegas Strip, it's golf and other four-letter words. And now your host, you've heard him on ESPN, Fox Sports, and Sirius XM Radio, Mr. Dennis Silvers. Come on, really, 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 really. All right, thanks very much, everybody. Welcome to another edition of golf and other four-letter words right here on the Vegas Video Network. Hope you uh, had a great week last week. Hope we have you have a good week coming up this week. And what a what a great way to start off your Monday evening by hanging with us for the next 30 minutes. We've got another great show in store for you because we've got a, a very special go uh, special guest making his first appearance uh, here on Golf and Other Four-Letter Words. This gentleman is the uh, general manager of the famed Shadow Creek Golf Course that you hear so much about, located in North Las Vegas. And, of course, Mark is also a PGA professional. And in this case, PGA stands for Pretty Good Assignment. So let's give it up for Mark <laughs> Brenneman right now. <laughs> How are you, buddy? Delighted to be here. Great. Uh, that's pretty. That's pretty accurate, isn't it? Pretty good assignment. I running, never, running Shadow Creek, uh, one of the top fifty courses in the country, year in and year out. When I was a head pro at Spyglass, I had a member, uh, Mike Suchak, okay, on tour pro out in the fifties, yeah. and he said he he ran Innisbrook when he came off the tour in Florida. He said he had the best job in golf, and I feel at my level, I, I'd be hard pressed to think of a better one, Dennis. No, absolutely. I was going to say, I think Mark's got the second. I've got the best job here in Las Vegas. But if I had to go to the golf side like he does, absolutely, it'd be a Chattah Creek. You alluded to it real quickly. You came from uh, the Monterey Peninsula. I did, yeah. How long were you there? Uh, seven years at Spyglass Hill in Del Monte, and I uh, got married on Spanish Bay. Very nice. Yeah. Very, very nice. It's a big adjustment coming to Las Vegas then it, well, from yeah. Northern California? It, it is, but we still have our home in Carmel. It's a small house between Carmel and Big Sur, so we get over a lot. Um, nice. Drive over. Allegiant Air has been pretty good. good. Yeah, that's that <laughs> very, very good. Uh, you've hosted some really fan. I, I want to get into the Michael Jordan tournament that just sure. finished up yesterday. But you've hosted some really famous uh, celebrities, dignitaries, heads of state out at Shadow Creek. Name us a few for our, our viewers out there. Well, I've been there 12 years, been fortunate enough to, to meet four presidents, play with three. You met the first lady, Laura Bush. Uh, I can't tell you how many times I've played with somebody to go home that night, turn on the TV, and then, bam, seen them on TV. Mm -hmm. So since Las Vegas is such a sought-after destination, and, the, and golf has been so popular, by and large, the last 12 years, that if they come to Las Vegas, they want to play Shadow Creek. Sure. As long as they stay at an MGM Resorts property, they come out Shadow Creek and play. I'm yeah. fortunate enough to host them. Yeah, Friday. that's nice. And I'm sure they're all just enthralled with the golf course. I mean, how could you not be? Uh, yeah, I, it's a special place. I think i probably have gotten three complaint letters in over 12 years. I used to get three a month at, at Pebble Beach. Really? That's very, very interesting. All right, as I alluded to, uh, he's been a very busy man all last week because uh, this is the second year that the Michael Jordan celebrity deal has been out at Shadow Creek. Uh, tell us about that, What uh, uh, briefly what your week was like. Sure, well... Michael hosted this tournament uh, for, 11, for 10 years down in the Bahamas. Mm -hmm. We hosted the last two in conjunction with Aria. So all the, Michael invites 50 celebrity friends of his. They all stay down in Aria, have a, a lot of private events at the Aria. And then out of Shadow Creek, 
for the first time last year, we allowed the public on. Right. And we did it again this year. It got twice as big this year than it was last in terms of sponsorship and attendance was up, retail was up, all their numbers were up, even though the weather itself was a bit down because it was so windy this right. weekend. Right, right. So um, we've raised over a million dollars here in Las Vegas for charity in the, in the last two years. That's great. The primary beneficiaries being the UC San Diego Nevada Cancer Institute, Opportunity Village and Make-A-Wish Foundation. Mm -hmm. Two other charities are James R. Jordan Foundation back in Chicago, right. Casker back in Charlotte. But it's a win-win for a lot of people, hundreds of, of volunteers, hundreds of people, thousands of dollars of hours go into this deal, yeah. and, then, and then millions of dollars that raise for charity. With all the people that come in, like yeah. I said, that was the cool thing about it, people that uh, would not normally have access to Shadow Creek, because, uh, you, you know, you, it's, it's, it's tough to get on. Uh, when they come, do you find anybody going to the pro shop say, you know, can I get a time here for next Saturday <laughs> no. at 8.30? <laughs> no, but yeah, I did see, it's funny, I, I did see, no, that has never happened. <laughs> that won't happen. I mean, we're now closed for the next 360 days yeah, right. to, to that sort of world. Right. But I did, I remember seeing an, e an email, you know, the internet, an email, yeah. like the Monday after Augusta, there's a gentleman with a pull cart at, the, at a Magnolia Lane who's been told he could go play. <laughs> Somebody got him on camera. Oh, that's so. great. Yeah. That is absolutely. So. Well, another job well done to you and your staff for the Michael Jordan deal. Appreciate it was uh, it was great, and I've heard nothing but absolutely uh, great feedback. And, of course, if you haven't been around and don't know who won the event yesterday, tell them who won it. Well, it's... it's um, Michael it, wasn't happy about it. No, no, but, no. The guy is so competitive. It was Brandy Chastain, a okay. female... Soccer, soccer lady, icon. yeah. I mean that that iconic picture when she hits the ground after the World Cup, and then uh, John Smoltz. Uh, they were they were um, um, they were behind with nine holes to go in a very windy day, and we've got water on five of the last six. Mm -hmm. Just so uh, a lot of things could happen on the back nine, and they did. There, Roger Clemens and Ahmad Rashad had the lead with nine to go, and they ended up winning by. I think six was the final. Right, number. exactly. Just, I mean, so they came on. Swing, and um, and it could have gone either, uh, either way. Yeah, they came on. Brandy's first victory on the golf course. That's so. nice. <laughs> so she's hooked. She's oh yeah, she's hooked. You know, it was a nice gesture too. Afterwards, the little things you don't see. Afterwards, she's out playing soccer. Everybody's away and gone, but there are kids all around the putting green. Yeah. So she throws a soccer ball out. She starts playing with them. That's now, cool. What a great ambassador. Yeah, that is for very cool. That is very cool. These are things these kids are going to remember this yeah, the whole life. Yeah, absolutely. Good for her. Good on her. Good on her. All right, we're going to uh, get into our first segment right now. We're going to talk about some of the golf action that closed up yesterday. And uh, we call this Tournament Scorecard. All right, welcome back, everybody, to Golf and Other Four-Letter Words. Mark Brenneman from Shadow Creek, Dennis Silvers from uh, your humble host right here. Let's talk about a couple of the tournaments, Mark, that finished up yesterday. Uh, Hunter Mahan, developing into a real, really good player, uh, became the year's first two-time winner after winning yesterday at the uh, Shell Houston Open by a shot over uh, Carl Pedersen. Uh, Hunter moves up to fourth in the world rankings, his highest ever, and instantly became uh, a very much of a favorite uh, for the Masters that's being uh, played this week at a course at Augusta. I, I find a little fault with that and a couple things, Mark, and I want to get your impression. Uh, first of all, you know how hard it is to win 
back to back. Okay, whether you're a regular PGA Tour event going into a major or whatever, extremely difficult. And also, come on, Redstone is no Augusta National. So what do you think of his chances? Do you think it's justified that he's become a, a very heavy favorite? I think it like, I don't know, uh, 15 to 1, 20 to 1, something like that. How's he done at Augusta in the past, do you know? He's played okay. Yeah. He's yeah. made cuts. Yeah. It's funny, Mark Rolfing was out last week of NBC, and he, actually he, he, uh, he had Hunter in the match play last year. I mean, he just felt he was playing very well going into the match play and, and, and winning it. Yeah. Yeah, so this year. So um, do I think he'll win? No. Um, the expectations are very, very high. It's, yeah. it's always tough to go against Tiger at Augusta. Yeah, it is. Or a lot of other, I think, a lot of other players, and we'll talk about it a little later in the show, are, I think are yeah. po poised to have a real, real yeah. good showing there. But nonetheless, his fifth uh, PGA Tour win, uh, Hunter Mahan's become a very, very good player. All right, in the uh, first major of the year on the LPGA Tour, kind of a disaster, a tragedy. Uh, the Kraft uh, Nabisco Championship down in Palm Desert. I.K. Kim missed a foot putt. We're talking about this uh, on the 18th hole in regulation play to win the event and win her first major, which is really a big deal, folks. Only, she missed it, only to be beaten uh, on the first playoff hole uh, by Sung Young Yu. Uh, and you talk about heartbreak and devastation. Uh, let me ask you, you think this could stay with her for a while and affect her play down the road? Yes. I mean, <laughs> yips. What <laughs> to win a major? I'm, I, rem I don't, I seem to recall Valdo's last open championship win, he, he had to get down in two from the back of the 18th, and he, he knocked it to about a foot, and he said he could barely scrape that one. Mm -hmm, this mm -hmm. was his sixth major. Yeah, So this it's uh, tough. young girl missing her first one from a foot, yeah. I don't know how. You don't want to make you don't want to make history that way. No, That's not a good no. way to make history. And everybody's but, done it. Oh, everybody's at every, done at every it. level. Yeah, absolutely, yeah, so, absolutely. Yeah. So we'll just it'll be interesting to say, but also interesting. And I've talked about this on previous shows. I talk about it on my uh, CBS Radio Golf Show. Mark, out of the top ten finishers at the Kraft Nabisco, seven out of the top Asian or Korean. Where are the Americans? What's happened to this tour? Uh, I don't know. Uh, I, a, it's week after week. A friend of mine, it, she's Scottish, Janice Moody. She, I thought she was going to be a breakthrough superstar 15 years ago. Um, and, and it's just so incredibly competitive. They work so hard. Yeah. As a culture, I think it's a cultural difference. That the parents no force these people, yeah. to force their kids to do this. It's true in golf. It's, it's true in music. Um, you see a lot of, of orchestras mm -hmm. that are... Um, all, all, all the, the people play musical instruments because they're forced as a kid to sit down and do this. And American kids want to right. go out and play and do other stuff. Yeah, they so, want to get on the computer or, sure. or whatever. Yeah. You're right. I, it, yeah. it is a cultural thing. But uh, anyway, we hope that she bounces back. Sure. Speaking about bouncing back, there's a lot of ways you can bounce into the show if you want to get a hold of us. The first one is email, and that's simply go to golf at vegasvideonetwork.com. We've also got a toll-free number for all you guys to call in, 1-866-966-4599. We're also on live chat if you want to send in a comment, a suggestion, a gripe, a question for myself or Mark. Just go to vegasvideonetwork.com, hit that little live chat button. You're in the live chat room, 
and just type in what you want to say and send it on its way. We're also seeing all over town, you know, we archive the shows. If you missed a show, VegasVideoNetwork.com. We're on iTunes. We're a lot on YouTube because the network is a YouTube partner. Roku Television. And also, we re-air all of the audio portions of the show on Saturdays starting at noon on AM 1400 KSHP. So if you're driving to the golf course, driving back for the golf course, you know, uh, turn on uh, K Shop AM 1400 and, uh, and you could check us out. Okay. Uh, are we going to take, I think we're going to take a break? We're going to take a break. All right. Mark and I are to step away, take a short break, and uh, we come back. We're going to have our second segments, which I love birdies and bogeys. So stick around. We're with you right after this. Traditional media believes that after about three minutes, you'll tune out. Most Vegas media companies think if it doesn't jiggle, you won't tune in. At the Vegas Video Network, we think both are wrong. The Vegas Video Network is the first and only live online broadcast network that specializes in insider news and expert views about Vegas. We combine great storytelling with the ability to watch when and where you want on your computer, mobile device, or television. Discover the real Las Vegas. Visit VegasVideoNetwork.com. Hi, welcome back, everybody. You're watching Golf and Other Four-Letter Words on the Vegas Video Network. This is Mark Brenneman, General Manager from Shadow Creek, and uh, I am uh, your host in Silvers. Birdies and bogeys. Mark, I'm going to give you some uh, gossip, some smack that's going around, some interesting little tidbits. You let me know if you think it's a birdie, a bogey, a sure. double bogey, whatever, and, and why. This is interesting. IBM hired uh, a gal by the name of Virginia Romady. Uh, as its CEO this year, which is receiving or reviving a lot of discussion at Augusta National because, as you know, the last four CEOs for IBM have been male, and they have all been invited to become members at Augusta. Since 1933, when Augusta opened up its doors, they've never had a woman member. So this is going to give them a quandary whether to extend an invite to Virginia or you know, keep the no women policy. And maybe a lot of viewers don't know, just because there are no women members doesn't mean that women can't play Augusta. They can. Women are welcome to play as long as they play with a member. But as far as being a member of the club, ah, that ain't happening. So I, I don't know. What do you think, birdie or bogey for Augusta if they don't let her in? I think they're going to let her in. I think Billy Payne is different than Hootie Johnson. I mean, Hootie, Hootie was a guy who said not at the, at the point of a fixed bayonet. Yeah. When the whole Martha Burke thing happened, I don't know, five years ago. Yeah. A different president, different time. I think she's going in. You think she, I see, I disagree. I, I think he's going to do a, a real, uh, something really PC and just come up with some reason why it ain't going to happen. I, we were, I don't know. We were getting along so well. I know. <laughs> but it, <laughs> but I, I don't think, I know, I know he's different than, than Hootie, but uh, I, I just don't think, by the way, have you played Augusta? Uh, twice. Yes. Twice. Oh, you lucky dog, you. I feel the same. How'd you do? I, I was playing great till the 16th hole. I was, well, you know, if, if, if Ed's and Butts were counting out Saturday at Christmas, but I was one under going into 15. Wow. And I, uh, we were playing the forward tees, and I, y y hitting it into the sun, I had a real good shot into 15 to par, 
five, and I thought yeah. I'm gonna. I just made double eagle, Walter Hagen. You know how these things yeah, go through yeah. your mind. And I was over the green, chipped in the water, and then it just went south from there. Uh, but yeah. still, really good, really good. Uh, Hank Haney, who we all know and love, uh, yes. was a guest on uh, WFAN uh, in New York. Yes, uh, being yeah. interviewed by sports radio host Craig hey. Carton, yeah. who called Haney during the interview a horrible human being and a snake in the grass sure. for writing the book, you know, The Big Miss, detailing uh, his time spent working uh, with Tiger Woods. Uh, Haney obviously went on to click uh, to hang up. Birdie or sure. bogey on this guy, uh, Craig Carton? On him? Yeah, well, I think they both, uh, ex I don't think Hank should have written what he did in terms of what went on off the golf course. He wants to talk about the mechanics of Tiger Swing. Great. Everything else was, yeah. to me, sh it, shouldn't, it just shouldn't have been in there. But yeah. I'm not that. And he got, he got upset, too, because he says, I'll tell you, Hank, this is before he hung up, the reason yeah. this is getting me so upset, everybody's you know entitled to write a book sure. and this and that yeah, and the other, but, but he said, you're making money off of this right, garbage, yeah. and he says that's what upset him. Yeah, I would agree. I, whether or not he should have been that direct and forceful about it i probably wouldn't have gone that direction yeah so i don't think uh, i don't think haney's going back on the show for a while yeah if, no, uh, if I ever he, i think he's off the christmas card yeah list. yeah i think he is too all right speaking of christmas card lists three porn stars <laughs> that were involved with tiger woods <laughs> okay says they are releasing a new x-rated <gasps> x-rated movie based on their bedroom romps oh, with the good. golfer it's slated to be released April the 6th. Yeah. Uh, in the movie, they do an in-depth Q&A session about uh, Woods uh, uh, on, on, you know, all of, in, about Woods and, and demonstrate what he supposedly uh, likes in the bedroom. And I found out from my sources that uh, a working title for this movie was uh, A Dream Foursome. Who Get it? Foursome. <laughs> Threesome. Anyway, moving along. Birdie or bogey on these gals? Well, first, you're hanging out with the wrong people. Sources. You hang with some people. That's <laughs> <laughs> come on. I mean, that is ridiculous. <laughs> it's totally ridiculous. Yeah. If uh, anybody is, uh, why are we even talking about that? I don't. I mean, please. Come but on. that's crazy, isn't it? Let's move on. All right, crazy. let's move you on. Obviously, a double bogey for, you know, yeah, I couldn't even get into the premiere <laughs> of the thing. That's what got me. All right. Last one about Tiger. A former, this is this Craig, and I don't make, I can't make this up, folks. A former Navy SEAL and bodyguard, ex-bodyguard for Tiger, claimed that he was able to speak to Tiger's deceased father, Earl, uh, who would give him advice uh, to pass along to Tiger to help not only in his golf game but in getting along in life in general. Uh, the man has been described by others that know him obviously as. Weird. You think so? Birdie or bogey on, on, on this guy? Well, I, I was fortunate enough to meet Tiger and his dad at Spyglass. His, his dad had played in, um, played in the AT&T as Tiger's amateur partner. Tiger showed up for practice round at 6 a.m. His dad was there at 5.30. His dad had just had open heart surgery, and he was, he was smoking cigarettes at 5.30 after just having wow. that surgery. Wow. So this guy was... Uh, this guy was tough. They had a very special relationship. He's an only son. Yeah. He's a prodigy since three. What, what surprised me about Tiger is, out of the 27 million golfers in the United States of America, how many of us play four rounds stroke play for money? 
very teeny, teeny, tiny teeny, percentage. Teeny. And yet we're talking about Tiger even here in your show so yeah, much. I know. I know. He's the guy's making. I know. He's making the news. Uh, he is making the news. You know, but that that's yeah. uh, that's very so. that's very interesting. Yeah. And by the way, just to put that aside and put that to bed, uh, who do you think holds the course record at Shadow Creek? <laughs> so you, there yeah. you go. Smooth little 60. Wow. All right. Now, I'm not talking about the temperature, folks. All right. We're going to step away again, take a short break. Mark and I come back, get your pencils out, get your paper out, get your pens out. Because, Mark, we got some great questions in Handicap Helper, and uh, we got some great, great tips that Mark's going to give uh, you and me to help us get better. So stick around for that. We're back with the Handicap Helper right after this. Hey, I'm Al Man. <laughs> <laughs> Is that how you get them to do that all the time? <laughs> Just sit there and be an ass. Is that it? <laughs> hey, I'm Al. <laughs> hey, I'm Al Mancini at Top of the Food Chain. You are watching the Vegas Video Network. We got big forks, big spoons. I got a big mouth. I got no guest. We are back with y'all for uh, Handicap Helper, so pay close attention. Uh, Mark, give these people some help. Let's start off with Dean. Says he needs some help with lag putting in terms of reading breaks. Uh, any tricks? I guess what he means, maybe going from a short conventional putter, all of a sudden standing up, do you read the breaks differently or do you get a different bird's eye view or something like that? So uh, give Dean some help. I, uh, what would you tell him? I'm, I'm going to go against the tide on this deal with the whole the belly putter thing. Putters, as, as particularly the last 20 years, we've become more upright in our putting. When you look at pros more in the old days, they were much closer to the ground yeah. looking at it. Yeah. And these guys made more putts, I think, than they're making today. It's a different, the, the, agronomically, it's, it's better. But I'm going to say five years from now, the people are going to be crouched over close to the ground because you can see it. You can see the grass. You can see the line. You can see I everything better the closer you get down. I, I just, so there you go, Dean. Don't, don't. Even bother getting the belly part, and I agree because I think yeah. this thing is strictly a trendy thing. Yeah, I do too. Yeah. Strictly a, a trendy thing. So there you go. Raymond thinks his clubs may be too heavy. Uh, can he have them adjusted? I don't know if he's talking about his woods or his sure, irons yeah. or whatever. What can he do yeah, to get them lighter? Yeah, you can grind your clubs down. You can get lighter shafts in them, so you can do that. Yeah. If they're too light, you can put lead tape on them. Yeah, because so, every everybody in golf now, all the club makers are going to light. That's that's the big and in golf, I don't, light. I, you know, Raymond probably is a you know 96. Shoot, if he breaks 95, he's happy. So I wouldn't I wouldn't get too caught up in this light club, okay. heavy club deal. Candidly, okay. Just Somebody on live chat, Sam. Bill wants to know: Do you think Tiger himself can write a book? And so, what tips did he offer? Ooh, that's a good one. What do you think? It's tough, Tiger. It's kind of like. Tiger is a different cat. I mean, how many of us have been on Very the Mike Douglas cat. show at the age of three with Jimmy Stewart and Bob Hope? Do you remember Mike Douglas? I mean, of course. So if he writes a book, I'm not sure what is relatable to the average human being. Yeah. He is so far above, and he's so... But I, I think he will in the fullness of time. I do, too. I think, I think he will he write will. a book and, and when, it'll he, be when a, he calls it'll be it a day. Seller, and then yeah. that'll be that. Yeah, when he calls it a day. I do, too. 
Stephen is thinking about uh, going to a long putter. What does he have to do differently than using a conventional putter in terms of alignment, if anything? All right, Stephen, we know how Mark feels about long putter. Save your money. Stick with a conventional putter because you're going to be putting it back in the garage in in five years. So Not only stick with conventional, I would say cut your conventional putter down and get over the ball more. More. Bring your eyes closer to the surface of, of the of the of the green itself. All right. So happens. in other words, if he's using a 36 uh, inch yeah. putter, which is pretty standard, yeah. cut it down to 32, maybe something I would, like that. Go start at 34. Okay. Get a, it's 34, and kinda... and, and get down lower. All right. And see, and you'd be shocked at what you're going to see. I'm I'd... not seeing going Camilo Viegas. You know, like that, yeah, like yeah, that. yeah, yeah. All right. That's that's good. Another uh, live chat, Jacob. Vegas Sam wants to know, where'd you get that shirt from? <laughs> My sweater yeah, or Mark's? Your sweater. <laughs> uh, this is a nice sweater. I forgot where I... This was a gift, actually. <laughs> this was a gift, Vegas Sam. All right. And just a few bucks for it. All right. Uh, Richard wants to know about ball position when it comes to the driver. He's heard inside the left heel. He's heard playing it a bit more forward to hit up on the ball. Back more in his stance to help promote a draw. Where the heck should he play the ball? Left heel. Don't Inside the left heel. Don't move around. All the time. All the time. The game is hard enough. If on your short irons you want to move it back some, great, you do that. But driver, three wood, five iron, four iron, if you still have it, rescue. Just put it on the left heel. Left heel. There are too many other variables. I, I think that's very good advice. Yeah. Very good advice. Tony sends this into the show, says his hands seem to often slip or come loose during a swing. Uh, he doesn't want to grip the club so hard to create tension, so what should he do? I think he's, what he says, he's losing it at the top. Well, if Tony lives in Las Vegas uh, in the summertime, it's kind of it's, it, as dry as it is here. I, is he, is he going to do the two-glove thing, the Tommy two-glove thing? I, that would be a good so, idea. So, well, let's go with that one. Yeah. That is okay. <laughs> that would be a good idea. Get a, wear know. a couple of gloves. Or, and that's a good point that you make. It, yeah. Obviously, uh, in the summer when it's hot, especially in the south or wherever, yeah, where there's so a lot humid. of humidity, you've got to change those gloves every couple of holes because it gets too they wet. And, and you can put it on. There are tricks you can do. You can wrap them on your bag. You can, I've seen guys going out if they're walking. Just put them on your bag. And then by the time it dries out, you're ready to go, and you just keep rotating. Like if it's raining, you put them on the inside of your umbrella. Yeah. So. Yeah, that's, uh, that's good advice. Very, very good advice. All right, we just got a couple minutes left, and I want to ask you, uh, uh, a lot of people, and I've been fortunate enough to play Mark's uh, golf course a few times, and uh, just a wonderful experience. Every hole in my mind could be a signature hole, but what are the, what's the true signature hole out of Chattah Creek in your, in your view and why? Most well, people think it's 17, which is probably one of the most awesome par threes you're ever going to see in your life. But is, is that it, or where? It's funny. Um, Mark Rolfing was just out taping something for uh, with Michael Jordan, and uh, you know, and and MJ said he he had 18 favorite holes, and he said so, the 17th was probably the most picturesque and most difficult 150-yard shot in golf. Without a doubt. And he plays a lot of courses. Yeah. Just, I, it's a pick 'em. Yeah. It's uh, like I say, they're, they're all they're all absolutely uh, uh, absolutely spectacular. Obviously, as you would guess, if uh, you're fortunate enough to play Shadow Creek, they provide you with some wonderful, wonderful, knowledgeable uh, caddies out there 
How do you go about selecting the people you hire out there to caddy, Marcus? I'm yeah. sure you got a zillion people knocking down your door. We do, and, we, and we've had uh, we've got a great set of caddies. It's Rick Dalpos. He led the U.S. Right. Open 1982 yep. after the first hole. He birdied the first hole. I, we joke about it. I just yeah. found that out. A very good player. So, a great player. Yeah. Mike Reese played at Pinehurst U.S. Open 2006. So we've got a lot of great players. We've got former tour caddies out there. Mostly they're nice human beings. Yeah. They're fun to be around. Yeah. They're enjoyable to be around. And they're not, I remember at Spyglass, Jack Nicholson, we played. He said, Jack, what kind of caddy are you? I don't want a coffee house. Which, what's a coffee house, Jack? What, he goes, it's a guy who talks too much. Hmm. You know, These guys are engaging, but they know when to say, okay, yeah. enough is enough. Well, I went out there. The first time I went out to Shadow Creek, uh, you know, there were a caddy standing around, and I called somebody over, and I said, hey, I need a good caddy. I need a caddy that can keep score. So <laughs> I asked, uh, in fact, it was Kevin Riley. Yeah. I said, what's three, four, and five? He thought for a second, and he said, ten. I said, you're perfect. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> But anyway, if somebody looking at this from all over the planet is coming to Las Vegas and wants to get on Shadow Creek, how do they do it? It's MGM Resorts International. We have uh, many hotel casinos. Um, on, go to the website, but Mirage, Bellagio, Aria, right. MGM Grand, Mandalay Bay, just a lot. So. Yeah. so you've got to stay at one of their properties. Correct. Right. But even then, you're, that's just the, that's the, just starter. the starter. Everybody has to do that. Right. Most of our player invited casino guests. Okay. But if you, our green fee is $500, we reserve the last two tee times on the, and the first two tee times of the day for, for people who want to pay a green fee. Right. And, and then they just call up our, our reservations number and we get it. And you get in. And for that $500, that includes the limo ride because you can't drive out. Can't drive in. You've got to be in a limo. limo. Right. You come out by limo, yeah. arrive, caddy is provided, yeah. uh, fee too, and then the limo takes you back. Yeah, it's it just absolutely awesome if you if you can afford to do that and want a great experience, you got to go out and play Shadow Creek. Go go see Mark. He's got a great staff out there. They treat you just like royalty. It's absolutely fantastic. Mark, great job. Okay. Thanks for coming in. Royalty. And royalty. King, King royalty. Dennis, Except okay. the media guys. <laughs> Except the media. No, they treat the media guys too. <laughs> anyway, that's going to wrap it up for this edition of Golf and Other Four Letter Words right here on Vegas Video Network. Uh, glad to have you with us. Uh, this afternoon, we're going to be back same place, same time next week with another great show. So until then, fairways and greens, everybody. We'll see you all back later. So long.